0: Welcome to the Samantha J. Murphy Show, where we talk about life, love, health and well-being and work towards building a happier life through conscious awareness and positive change. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Samantha Jane Murphy, and I have to say I'm a little bit excited because you are actually listening to the first episode of the Samantha Jane Murphy show. If you've not had a chance to listen to the trailer, I'll briefly go over a little bit about what the show is going to be about. I'll be talking about a different topic each week and although I may not be an expert in any areas, I just really want to highlight topics that we can all relate to in one way or another and have a good old chat about them. I'll be answering questions sent to me from listeners and followers and hopefully you'll take something away from each episode that is positive and could maybe be useful and help you in your daily lives. Or maybe you just want to have a cup of tea, put your feet up and be entertained. But either way, I'm really happy you're all joining me because I've got lots to talk about. So I've got my tea. And I'm ready to start talking about this week's episode, which is called when you know it's time for positive change in your life, but you don't know what to do. So let me start by saying that people often begin their journey towards positive change with a feeling. And that feeling is normally an uncomfortable one. If it wasn't uncomfortable, you'd end up staying exactly as you are. And my guess is that it wouldn't truly be a happy place. It would just be making the best of things. However, for some people, it takes more than a feeling. It takes an unexpected jolt to push them into making a change. And of course, there are plenty of people that do stay in unhappy or unhealthy situations there's people who choose not to ever change or maybe are not even consciously aware of their situation and deny that anything is wrong with their lives and if you know any people like this in your circle it can often be really frustrating watching people you love making bad choices self-sabotaging and not living their best lives You might even talk to them until you're blue in the face about changing for the better. But at the end of the day, it's their journey, their decision, and they have to want to change. You can only meet them at the level of consciousness that they're at, which may be greatly different from yours, by the way. You can love them and be there for them. And if and when they're ready to make a change to their lives, you can support them in their decision. But going back to those of you who have that uncomfortable feeling, let's talk about you. You find yourself in a situation that makes you unhappy or unhealthy. It could be as simple as feeling uncomfortable about not being able to fit into your jeans anymore. Or it could be as serious as finding yourself (coughs) in a toxic relationship and not knowing what to do about it. Either way, it could affect you emotionally or physically or both. So you start with an uncomfortable feeling. You are given red flags, signs, offering you a gentle nudge to make a change. And at this point, I might add, some of you may take notice and make a change. You might cut out the late night snacks and junk food that you've been eating as of late. And in a few weeks, find yourself comfortably fitting back into your jeans. But for many of you, it's not that simple. Especially those of you that are faced with uncomfortable feelings that are from something more serious. You are the ones that ignored the red flags, even if you know deep down that you should have acted upon them. You didn't respond to your gut feeling that was telling you to pay attention. You didn't listen to the voice inside you that was trying to help you. In fact, you continue to stay exactly as you are. And then one day, you find yourself facing a much bigger situation that hits you like a punch in the stomach and makes you sit up, take notice and shocks you into reality. So why do people do this? Why do some people let situations get to that point? Most of the time, it's fear, denial, and a complete disconnect from the self. We all go through life experiences so that we can learn from them. And if we don't, well, we normally end up facing more of the same. Maybe in a different form, but generally, we have to repeat the lesson. Until we do learn from it. When you avoid changing something that makes you unhappy or unhealthy in your life. The truth of who you are gets buried deep within. Which leads you to unnecessary suffering. You're not fully stepping into who you are or living your best life. And not only does this bring unhappiness. It can also also bring you ill health. Trying to stifle your true self, your wants and your needs is like trying to keep the lid on a boiling pot. And if you don't deal with it, sooner or later, the pressure is going to spill over and be released. And that release is often a negative one, such as illness, anger or frustration especially if you let out something that has been bubbling under the surface for a long time. Release is really an important word because by releasing patterns that no longer serve you or by letting go of unhappy or unhealthy situations, you free yourself of pain and discomfort and allow room for something new and better to come into your life. Life can be so fragile and can change in the blink of an eye so if you're listening to this episode and you want to make changes you can start today it's never too late start right now this minute what's in the past is gone all you have is the present so focus on the now and don't beat yourself up about what you could have should have and would have done in the past just let that baggage go And move forward. The key to happiness is having balance in your life. And so many people are tipping their lives too much in one direction. I had a 40-year-old client who wasn't taking care of herself at all. She spent all day focusing on her computer work. She wasn't eating properly, had a very unhealthy diet and did no exercise don't get me wrong, it's important to stay focused to achieve your goals. But when the price for that is negatively affecting your health, then you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? Imagine achieving your biggest ambitions only to be too burnt out and ill to enjoy the rewards from them. My client didn't listen. I could sense how unbalanced she was when I did a Reiki treatment on her And I recommended her to go and see her doctor for a checkup. She kept putting it off, saying she was too busy for a couple of months. And then eventually she went to the doctor and after having some tests, she called me to tell me that she'd been diagnosed as diabetic. She was stunned. But more importantly, she was shocked into making some positive changes to her life. She began to change her life for the better. She changed her diet to a healthier one and incorporated some exercise into her daily routine. She made the time that she'd previously thought she didn't have and changed her lifestyle permanently. She not only lost 60 pounds in weight and felt great, but nine months later, a doctor told her that the diabetes was reversed. that she was no longer diabetic. The moment when you have that shock wake-up call or massive realisation can come at different stages of your life. But I think for a lot of people, it seems around midlife when things really start to hit home. The final straw that breaks the camel's back could be when you break up with your latest love interest and you sit down with your friends who all agree what a tosser the person was and as you all reminisce about your past relationships suddenly you come to the realization that all your exes were exactly the same as the latest tosser you've just broken up with and you finally see the unhealthy pattern in your life that you've been following for years or, like my client, you get a shocking warning about your health. Either way, you decide at that point that enough is enough, and you begin to take a long, hard look at your life and reevaluate it. So, what happens when you get to the reevaluation point? What do you do once you've looked at your life and decided to make a, a positive change? Where do you begin? Well, what I would say to you is start by working on yourself first. And the easiest way for a lot of people to do this is to work from the outside in. Look at the things that you can change, such as distancing yourself from people who don't have your best interests at heart. And don't focus on the things that are outside of your control what other people are doing, for example, because you can't control them. You can only control yourself. When you begin with the outside or your physical self, you can look at lots of different aspects, such as changing your diet, stopping smoking, losing weight, doing more exercise, meditation, etc., etc., etc. There's tons of them. You can just pick one or even more if you want to. And although dealing with the physical self may still be very challenging for some people, it can still be a really good place to start. By seeing a change to your physical well-being, you see a boost in self-confidence. You have a sense of achievement and feel better about the way you feel and look. When you start giving your body some love and care, it responds positively and you feel happier, energised, and you start to see and feel the positive results, including an increase in self esteem and a boost to your mental health too. For some of you, the improvement in your physical well being will help you become stronger, more equipped. And have the courage to tackle the harder task of dealing with a deeper emotional issue that you're not able to face before. Maybe your newfound confidence will give you the strength to seek counselling or help to walk away from a toxic relationship that you've been stuck in for a long time. Or maybe your newly energised spirit will inspire you to learn something new. Take a class. Join a club. Or even change your look with a new hairstyle. But whatever it is, the benefits are always positive from self-love and self-care. And as you start incorporating positive change into your life through self-care, you're taking those important small steps towards living a happier life. Things won't change overnight, so avoid overloading yourself. Make the changes achievable even if it's adding an extra thirty minutes walking to your to your schedule or ten minutes a day of meditation. Pick things that are doable and interesting to you and then pick up this the speed by building up to harder challenges by setting goals to push you to the next level. Ask a friend to join you in your chosen challenge make it fun and importantly be consistent and don't be disheartened results take time one of the hardest parts of making a positive change especially a physical one is keeping that enthusiasm going to get the results that you're trying to achieve I worked as a personal trainer at a ladies gym many years ago And I remember in January, every January, there would be tons of newly signed up members all determined that they were going to lose weight, especially the Christmas weight that they'd put on. They'd come in and say, new year, new body. And for a few weeks, they would be coming up the gym, working out and doing classes. But by about March, there would be at least 50% that stopped coming. They lost the enthusiasm wasn't consistent and lost patience because the results wasn't coming immediately and I totally get it. You make the decision to lose weight, you restock your fridge and cupboards with healthy snacks and meal options, you join a gym or take up some other other physical activity and by the first week you're flying high. You're taking salads to work for lunch instead of running into the nearest fast food restaurant for a burger. And you're working out at least four times a week. Even though the soreness from the first workout lasted longer than you expected, you still went back. You still are going back doing those workouts every week. You feel pumped and slimmer already. And then you get on the scales expecting to have lost at least seven pounds only to be faced with the fact that you've lost a pound. This kind of disappointment can leave you feeling completely deflated and can make your enthusiasm diminish to the point where you want to quit. You find yourself making excuses about going to the gym and before you know it, you've talked yourself out of the gym and found yourself curling up on the sofa watching television with a bar of chocolate instead. Sound familiar? Well, this has happened to most of us at one time or another in our lives. So don't beat yourself up about it if you do get disheartened. Just pick yourself up, brush yourself down and start again. We live in a world dominated by technology where we can get exactly what we want in the click of a button. There is little to no wait time. So having to be patient for the results can be tough. If you've spent years living your life a certain way, you've got to cut yourself some slack and know that lifelong behaviours, patterns and situations can often take time to change. If one of the positive changes you want to bring into your life is losing weight and you start to feel a bit disheartened, take the pressure off of yourself. Don't keep getting on the scales every day. Keep one pair of jeans aside and try those on once a week and see how, see how they look and feel. Remember, it's not a race. It's about changing your way of thinking and your lifestyle so that you feel better about yourself and your life becomes happier. Keep your exercise consistent and explore new types of activity to add variety. Always allow yourself rewards in Moderation, like the little bit of chocolate as a pat on the back for all the hard work that you're putting in as you're trying to lose that weight. Whatever it is that you want to change about your life, remember that as long as you keep going, you will get there in the end. You will reach your goals and you will make the change that you're trying to make. Here are a few things um, to think about, which... Might be something to bear in mind to try and help you stay on track. Tell your closest friends and family members about your goals and about the changes that you're trying to make in your life. This can be a really great support system when the going gets tough. Loved ones can offer words of encouragement and help you keep going when you feel like giving up and also don't be afraid to ask for help or find online support groups that are made up of people that are going through the same emotional or physical changes as you are you know there's lots of Facebook groups where you can go on and interact with other people share your experiences and you know really sort of get some good information about stuff that people are going through that you are too. Um, Do some research and and look for some inspiring books that encourage personal growth and development in the areas of the fields that you're trying to change. And also look for organisations that, ...are expert in the field that you're trying to change... ...whether it's weight loss, nutritional advice... ...career, relationships or anything else that you can think of... ...that you you know, you know want to make a change to. And change your strategies. You know, sometimes you set out... ...oh, this is how we're going to do it. This is what I'm going to do. And, and sometimes you meet a, a roadblock and that's okay... Don't be afraid to change your strategy. You know, sometimes we have to take a left turn. If something isn't working for you, make a change and try a different direction. For example, if a yoga class doesn't work with your schedule anymore, don't just give up on yoga. Consider streaming a class online and do it at a more convenient time for you. And lastly, I would say, you know, You can always seek the help of a health professional, whether it be a doctor, a personal trainer, a therapist that can also help you with changing your life for the better. Remember, no one said it was going to be easy. But once you start the road to consciousness and positive change, you will only look forward, not back. Once you wake up to the uncomfortable feeling and start listening to your gut feeling, that little voice inside you is there for a reason. It's trying to help you. So listen to it. You become more connected to who you really are. And you will find it easier going forward to make necessary life changes at the early stages instead of waiting for the feeling of being kicked in the stomach. So I hope that some of that has helped some of you out there. And that's it for today's episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. I just want to add that I think talking about feelings and sharing experiences can be really helpful. So what I'll be doing is posting the link to this podcast to my Instagram, Facebook and Twitter accounts. And if any of you listening would like to add any comments, share experiences and interact with each other on these platforms, please do because your experience could really help someone else. So that's it for this week. First episode done. And thank you so much for joining me Uh, Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you've got a minute, please give me a rate and a review so I can get some feedback from you all. And also you can follow me on Instagram, which is Samantha J. Murphy 7. Facebook is Samantha J. Murphy and Twitter is Samantha J. Murph M-U-R-P-H 7. So take care, everyone. And I'll see you next time. Cheers.